Can you tap three people around you? Tell that person, this is your year. Happy New Year sa inyong lahat. I believe this is going to be your year. Alam nyo kung bakit? Tanan nyo sa akin bakit? Not because your resolutions are great. Not because your habits will change. Not because you will change. This year is going to be great. Alam nyo kung bakit? Because we have a good and faithful God. Amen? And guess what? How do I know this? Because in the past year, 2019, some of you have not been that good. Some of you have not been that faithful. Some of you have not been that disciplined or consistent. But guess what? God still blessed you. Tama ba? And you see, no matter what we do, let me tell you this, God will always exceed our efforts because we serve not just a good God, but a gracious God. Amen? So tap the person beside you. Tell that person once again, something good is going to happen to you this year. And with that, I want us to start this year by singing this song, declaring that something good is going to happen to us. Amen? This song goes this way. Something good is going to happen to me this very day, this very year. Something good is going to happen to me. Jesus is blessing my way. Sing it one more time. Something good is going to happen to me. Come on, declare it. This very day, this very year. This very year. Something good is going to happen to me. Jesus is blessing your now here's what I would like you to do. I want you to get a partner. Pwedeng kakilala mo, pwedeng hindi. Sige, I want you to pair up. And as we start this feast, as we start this year, I know you have that one big dream this year na sana gusto mong magkatotoo. And I just want you to ask the help of your friend beside you. Sabihin mo lang yung nilalaman ng puso mo. What is that one big prayer that you would like God to answer this year. Tapos, after noon, we are going to pray for one another. Okay lang ba yun? Sige. If you have a partner, you may now begin your sharing your big prayer for this year. Go! Something good 
Let's declare it for everybody. Ready? One, two, something good is going to happen to us this very day, this very year. Something good is going to happen to us. Jesus is blessed. One more time. Let's sing it. Something good. Something good. Today, let's begin our feast by praying our favorite prayer here. But today, iibahin natin, imbis na sasabihin natin today, we are declaring something this year. Are you ready? All together, let's pray our feast declaration of abundance in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lift your hands and pray this with me together. This year, I receive all of God's love for me. This year, I open myself to the unbounded limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. This year, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. This year, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. This year, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I'm God's servant, I'm God's powerful champion, and because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's honor God's Word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my life. Brothers and sisters, again, we continue our series, Birth of a King. And my talk title for today and my one big message is this. The title is You Already Won. Sabihin nyo nga, You Already Won. Kung among you here, you are new at the feast. Saan ka may first time nyo maka-attend? Ayan. Welcome to the feast. Palakpakan naman natin sila. Thank you so much. For those of you who are new at the feast or you have been absent for the past month or the past two months or few months, you see, at the start of, sorry, at, as we end last year, we are starting a brand new way of teaching here at the Feast. Instead of giving topical series, yung kanya-kanyang topic, we decided to explore the Bible verse by verse, and we decided to start with the Gospel of Matthew. Sino sa inyo na-bless nung ganun pamamaraan natin, nung pag-ano, nung pagbabasa, pag-preach dito? You see, last month, we ended up with chapter 1 in Matthew. Today, we start with chapter 2. The question today is this, are you ready to dive deeper into God's Word this year and today? If so, let's read our Word. Yung iba sa inyo, binasa ninyo kasi alam niyo yung assignment. It's from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Actually, ito yung Ebanghelyo, ito yung Gospel kaninang Misa. Ayan. And let's all read it together. I'll read it from the Bible, read it from the screen. Visitors from the East. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Judea, during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men, can you say wise men, from Eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? Can you say King of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, 
in the land of Judah, they said, for this, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd. Can you say shepherd? For my people Israel. Then, Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men. And he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. Can you say joy? They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. Can you say worship him? Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. The word of the Lord. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Brothers and sisters, I invite you to prayer. Close your eyes, bow your heads, pray this prayer after me. Father in heaven, we thank you for a brand new year. We thank you for giving us the opportunity to press the reset button and begin afresh. This year, may we be as wise as the, as the wise men. May we follow only King Jesus and not the kings of the world. I receive every blessing you want to give me for 2020. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can you tap the person beside you? Tell that person you already won. Please be seated. Again, Happy New Year sa inyong lahat. Sino sa inyo dito, meron kayong magandang plano for 2020? Taas nga ang kamay. Ayan. Meron kayong battle plan, gusto nyo magbago, you want this to be better. The good news is this, in our feast today, we are being guided by the story, the story of the three wise men. And you see, why are they called wise men? Tanong nyo sa akin, bakit? Because according to the story, they are wise because they were able to see who is the true king. And imagine this, kanina nabanggit ito ni Father Pipo kanina. Diba? Imagine this, the three wise men, they were in front, pinatawag sila nung hari. Anong pangalan nung hari dun sa story? Ha? Herod. Pinatawag sila ni King Herod. And then, tinanong ni King Herod, anong ginagawa niyo dito? Ang sagot ng three wise men, we are looking for the newborn king of the Jews. Ang tapang nitong tatlong ito. Bakit? You see? Sinasabi nila, they are looking for the new king of the Jews in front of the present king of the Jews. Am I making sense here? Because for them, they know that the real king is not King Herod. They knew that the real king is Jesus. And my prayer for you this 2020 is this, that you follow the real king. Sabi nyo nga follow the real king. Because if you follow the real king, you will really win in life. That's why our big message for you today is this, you already won. Sabi nyo nga ulit, you already won. Pero alam nyo, hihimayin natin itong word, itong storya na ito. Kung akong papipiliin, ang title nitong word na ito, nitong storya na ito, is The Tale of Two Kings. Yung iba, ha? Akala ko ba three kings? Paano naging dalawa? Nope, there are three kings. Sorry, nope, there are de, wala pong three kings, just two. Bakit? Let me explain. Let's break it open now. You see, 
Matthew starts by saying this in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. Sabi dito, Jesus was born. Let's flash, flash it on the screen. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About the time some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem. Mayang unang king, si King Herod. Yung pangalawang king, si Jesus. Am I making sense here? And kanina nabanggit ni Father Pipo, by tradition, we call these wise men. We call these three kings. And sabi, tama ang sabi niya, eh, yung three kings, wala talaga sa Bible yun. Gawagawa lang ng tao yun. In fact, gawagawa lang yan ng mga tao in, way back in 500 AD in, in an ancient manuscript in Alexandria. At alam natin ito, di ba, ang sabi, ang, ang, ang tradition natin, wala pong mali doon ha, this is tradition passed on by the church, but alam natin ang pangalan nitong tatlong ito. Anong pangalan ng tatlong hari? Tito, Vic, and? Jo, hindi, iba pala yun. Pali, Gomburza, Gomez, Burgos, Zamora. Ay, parang mali pala, no? Ang pangalan, Melchor, Gaspar, Baltasar. etong mga details na ito, wala naman talaga originally sa Bible. Pero yun nga, by tradition of the Catholic faith, nandiyan-dyan yan sa ancient manuscript way back in 580. But, balikan natin yung Gospel ni Matthew. In fact, in the Gospel of Matthew, pag tinignan ninyo, hindi man lang sinabi kung ilan nga yung wise men eh. Tama ba? Inassume lang natin na tatlo. Bakit? Kasi merong tatlong regalo. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And this will shock you today. Matthew doesn't even say they are kings. Later in the Christian writings, kaya lang sila tinawag na kings, not because they were literal kings, but it was used as a catchphrase. Can you say catchphrase? Para sa mga VIP, para sa mga importanteng tao, para sa mga dignitaries, because it is especially reflected in the Old Testament prophecies where about the Messiah wherein it says, like in Psalm 72 verse 11, it says there, Yes, all kings shall fall down before Him. All nations shall serve Him. Kaya, pinagtahi nila. But my proposal for today is this. Ang gawin na lang natin, mag-stick na lang tayo how Matthew described them. Not as kings, and in Greek, he used the word magi. Sabi nyo nga, magi. Or magi. Sa Tagalog, at tatlong haring mago. Ano yung magi? Nabanggit na rin kanina ni Father People kung nakikinig kayo sa Misa. Itong mga magi, they are actually experts in astrology sa mga, sa mga stars. And back then, itong mga magi, they are As for them, astrology was a science in ancient people. And this is wild. Bakit? How come these strange people so far away from Jesus, nag-travel pa sila ng malayo just to worship Jesus? I believe si Matthew may gustong iparating sa atin. Tanong nyo sa akin ano? Matthew wanted to say this to us. That, alam niyo itong mga haring mag, itong, itong mga magi na ito since they are scientists matatalino itong mga ito tingnan mo nga yung katabi mo matalino ba yan? o matalinaw yung, yung pag nangongopia lang nililinawan lang yung mata kaya nakapasa kasi matalinaw anong sinasabi sa atin ni Matthew? ang gusto lang sa atin sabi ni Matthew ito that no matter who you are no matter how educated you are no matter how rich you are just like these three wise men All of us need Jesus. Tapikin mo katabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, you need Jesus. Alam ko, ang dami nating pangarap ngayon 2020, gusto natin magtagumpay, yung iba sa atin gusto natin yumaman, yung iba sa atin gusto natin pumayat, yung iba sa atin gusto natin gumanda ng konti. Ganyan tayo, di ba? Yung mga nanlait sa atin noong 2019, anong sinasabi natin? Pagka ako pumayat, huyo ka sa akin ngayon 2020. Pag ako yumaman, huyo ka sa akin, hindi kita papansinin. But let me tell you this, Jesus is reminding us, Matthew is reminding us right now, na kahit na anong galing mo, kahit na anong talino mo, kahit na anong yaman mo, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, these wise men know that they are lacking something. That's why they went to, the, to, to Jesus. Kasi alam nila, kahit na meron na silang lahat, kulang pa rin sila pag wala si Jesus. And you see, sabi dito, next slide, next verse, sabi dito, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Yun yung tanong nung haring, yung tatlong hari, nung tatlong wise men. We saw his star at his, as it rose and we have come to worship him. Take note, 
they said, where is the king of the Jews? Can you say king of the Jews? Ito pong phrase na ito, king of the Jews, this was mentioned here in chapter 2. The next time, it will be mentioned in the gospel. Alam nyo kung kailan? Tanong sa akin kailan? Kay Poncho Pilato na. Bago mamatay si Jesus. Towards whole Matthew, walang sinabi doon. Itong umpisa lang, tsaka dulo. King of the Jews. Interesting, di ba? Bakit? Umpisa pa lang. Klaro sa kanila. Wala, hindi pa declare ni Jesus na siya ang Diyos, na siya ang Hari. Klaro sa kanila. Yan ang bagong Hari. Am I making sense here? Pero itong mas nakakaskandalo para sa lahat, ha? Tanong nyo sa akin, ano? Itong wise men na ito, these magi, hindi po sila Hudyo. They were not Jews. At anong, at anong significance nito? Tandaan ninyo, ang, ang, ang audience ni Matthew during that time is actually primarily Jewish Christians. Yung bagong mga nag-convert kay Kristo na dating Hudyo. And tandaan nyo ito, for a Jew, God, this is, a ma- this is the mother of all scandals. Bakit? Because in this story, God talk to the Gentiles first. And the wonderful thing about this is this. The Magi responded to Jesus. That's why ang tawag dito, ngayon we, we celebrated this Sunday, the Feast of the Epiphany. Sabi nyo nga, Epiphany. Nabanggit na rin kanina yung Father People. Epiphany means the manifestation of God. Ang pagpapakilala ng Diyos. Saan? To the Gentiles. Bakit ito mahalaga? Because since Matthew was primarily, primarily writing to the Jews, in telling this story, he, Matthew was actually puncturing their spiritual pride, yung ego nila. Bakit ito skandalo sa mga Hudyo? Kasi para sa mga Hudyo, ang mga Gentile, sila ang pinakamababang uri ng klase ng tao. Sila ang pinakamalayo kay Lord. And in fact, Jews, they see Gentiles as 10 levels beneath their spirituality. In their young Jewish mind, God and the Jews were so close at sobrang close nila, He invited Jews to live in the house dun sa temple. And the Gentiles were outside God's house. Padungaw-dungaw lang, pasulyap-sulyap lang. Bakit? Kasi para sa kanila, ang paborito ng Diyos ni Yahweh is yung mga Hudyo. Kaya yung pagkaka-organize nila ng templo, kung nakapunta kayo sa Holy Land, meron doon yung old temple Jerusalem doon. Alam nyo, this was how their temple was organized. Papakita ko sa inyo, ha? Ang mga Hudyo, ganito sila. Andun yung altar, yung tinatawag nila Holy of Holies, naniniwala sila, yung mga Hudyo, doon nakatira ang Diyos. And then, ayan yung templo, merong apat na court. Ilang court? The first court is the court of priests. Yung mga pinakabanal, yung mga priests nila, yun ang pinakamalapit sa altar. Next is the court of Israel. Ito yung mga Hudyo na lalaki. So, mas malapit-lapit sila ng konti kay Lord. Tapos, mas malayo ng konti sa kanila is yung mga hudyo na babae, which is called the court of women. Pero tingnan nyo, nasaan yung court of Gentiles? Nasaan? Nasa labas. Kasi para sa kanila, yung mga Gentile, hindi mahal lang Diyos yan. Kaya napakalaking eskandalo para sa kanila na ano, si Jesus, unang nagpakilala, nagpakita, saan? Sa mga Gentile. Why? Matthew is driving a point. Matthew is telling them na, hey, we do not have an exclusive relationship with God. Hindi tayo natin pwedeng ariin ang Diyos. Hindi lang siya para sa atin, para siya sa lahat. Am I making sense here? Because Matthew is warning us of spiritual elitism. Sabi nyo nga, spiritual elitism. Ano yung spiritual elitism? Elitism, yung we always think we are better than the other guy. Yung feeling mo, ikaw lang magaling, siya hindi masyado. Naintindihan yung sinasabi ko. Alam nyo, ang dami kong mga nakakausap na katoliko, pagka nakakakita sila ng mga ibang born again, mga ibang protestante, ang feeling nila, mas holy sila dun sa mga born again na yun. May kilala kayong ganun katoliko? Ah, pero meron din, huwag kayong magalala, meron din mga ibang born again, pag nakita nila yung mga katoliko, ang feeling nila, mas holy sila kaysa sa mga katoliko. Naalala ko nung merong isang post, merong video clip ang Feast Bikutan, nag-viral, tapos, Ang ganda nung message, nag-viral nga eh, almost 2.5 million views. Tapos ang sabi nung, meron mga nag-comment na mga galing sa ibang Christian churches, sabi, ay, ang ganda sana nung sinasabi, kaso ang problema, merong krus. 
Nalaman nilang katoliko. So, mind you, kung yung mga katoliko, feeling nila, mas magaling sila sa mga ibang born again. Meron din mga ibang born again na feeling nila, mas magaling sila sa katoliko. At tayo dito sa feast, mahilig tayo magtaas ng kamay. Tayo yung tinatawag na we, are, we can be considered as charismatics. Meron mga ilang charismatic. They think they are holier than Opus Dei. Ay, masyadong uptight naman yung mga yan, yung mga Opus Dei hymns na yan, yung mga tinatawag nila dyan eh. Pero meron din mga Opus Dei, ang feeling nila, ano bang pinagkagawa niyang mga karismatik na yung pataas-taas ang kamay para mga baliw. Mas holy kami sa kanila. Yun ang sinasabi dito ni Matthew, na wala tayong monopoly sa Diyos. Hindi lang tayo ang mahal ng Diyos. Wala sanang tayo-tayo lang mentality. Kaya beware. Ito po ah, tayo po mga feasters, winawarn ko na po kayo. Alam ko, sino na be dito ng feast? Taas ang kamay. Alam kong blessed na blessed kayo ng feast. Alam kong gandang-ganda kayo sa feast. Alam kong puging-pugi kayo sa preacher dito. Pero please, never ever think na mas magaling ang feast kaysa sa iba. Never ever think na mas magaling ang feast bikutan kaysa sa feast alabang, sa feast makati. Hindi! Never think na ang feast mas magaling sa couples for Christ, sa El Shaddai, sa mga tao nagsisilbi sa parokya. Hindi po. We are all on the same boat. Kasi hindi po ganun ang Diyos. Kung meron man tayong pagyayabang, alam niyo, ito po ang totoo eh. Hindi po kasi ganun ang Diyos. Sa kingdom ni Lord, there are no walls. There are no walls in God's kingdom. At kung meron po tayong ipagyayabang dito, ang pwede lang po nating ipagyabang ito, tanong niyo sa akin ano? Ang pwede natin ipagyabang, that we are the worst community in the world. Bakit? Dito sa feasting na mo yung paligid mo, ang daming makasalanan. Baka nga ikaw ang number one na makasalanan. Bakit tayo nasusustain ng Diyos? Alam niyo kung bakit? Ano yung saan? Bakit? Kasi maawain ng Diyos. We can only boast about God's mercy. Kaya naman, hindi pwede tayo-tayo lang. Amen? But at this point, eto na, let's continue. Matthew introduces the second king. At itong king na ito, he's the baddest person in town. Ang pangalan niya si King... Herod. Sabi dito, nung nalaman niya ito, King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this as, as everyone in Jerusalem. Sabi niyo nga, deeply disturbed. Bakit siya disturbed? Kasi, nai-insecure. Tingnan mo nga yung katabi mo. Minsan ba, nai-insecure yan? Pwede siyang maging insecurity guard. Yung ganyan. Alam niyo, Let me give you a background backstory of King Herod. King Herod is act, is really a historical figure. And King Herod in history books is actually otherwise called as Herod the Great. Bakit Herod the Great? Kasi in the entire history of Israel, isa siya sa pinakamagagaling na hari. Bakit? Ang daming pinatayong building projects, meron siyang pinatayo na giant port sa Caesarea, meron siyang pinatayong sampung fortresses scattered across Israel, ang dami. And you see, he restored the most important building in Israel. Ni-restore niya yung Temple of Jerusalem. Kaya historians say that yung pagpaghahari, yung reign ni King Herod was actually a success. Kaya they believe that King Herod decide, deserved the title Herod the Great. Pero ito ang problema ni King Herod. Alam niyo kung ano? Tanong niyo sa akin ano? Itong si King Herod, meron siyang dark side. Hindi yung maitim yung kilikili niya. Ang dark side niya, alam niyo kung ano? Beneath all his greatness is an insecure heart. Alam niyo gano'n siya ka-insecure? Papatayin niya lahat ng taong feeling niya hinahabol yung trono niya. Pag feeling niya gusto siyang palitan, papapatay niya. Alam niyo, sino mga pinatay niya? Pinatay niya yung brother-in-law niya, pinatay niya yung mother-in-law niya, at pinatay niya yung asawa niya, including his uncles and cousins. And then finally, he killed his three sons. Anak niya, pinatay niya. Kasi nalitaan niya na yung mga anak niya gustong maging hari, pumalit sa kanya. Grabe, no? Salbahe. And lahat ng gustong kumontra sa kanya, pinapapatay niya. At kapag merong nagplat ng magpasamang bagay sa kanya, hindi lang yun ang papapatay niya, pati yung lahi niya, ubusan lahi talaga. And Herod was so insecure, during his time, kapag aalis siya, meron siyang dalawang libong sundalo nakapaligid sa kanya, bilang bodyguard niya. At ito, pinakamalupit, ano yung sa akin, ano? This is very interesting. Nung mamamatay na si King Herod, inutusan niya yung kanyang kapatid, yung kanyang sister. Sabi niya, pag ako namatay, 
gusto ko ikulong mo lahat ng mga men noble blood. Lahat ng matataas ang pwesto. Tapos pag nakulong mo sila, ipapatay mo silang lahat. Para, kasi alam niya, galit sa kanya ang tao eh. Para pag namatay siya, siguradong iiyak ang buong Israel. Grabe no? Alam niya, walang iyak sa kanya eh. So ano gagawin niya? Papatay ko na lang lahat para at least pagka namatay ako, may iyak. Buti na lang hindi nagkatotoo yun. Buti hindi siya sinunod ng kanyang ate. Grabe no? Kung binabasa mo yung story, ang history books, parang iisipin mo, parang si Thanos ito eh. Sa superhero movies lang natin nakikita ito, talagang sukdulan yung pagkakontrabida. Pero alam niyo, ganun kasalbahe si King Herod. Bakit? Kasi insecure. Ang tanong ko sa inyo ito, sa buhay mo, is there a Herod in your heart? Is there insecurity na gustong sumira sa ibang tao? And mind you, insecurity is very dangerous because it's a lethal poison. Sabi nyo nga, poison. That will destroy you and destroy the people you love. Anong ibig ko sabihin ito? Kapag insecure ka, hindi mo naman sila papatayin physically. But you can harm them in other ways. For example, number one, paano mo papatayin, paano mo sisirain ibang tao? By pushing down their dreams. Minsan meron tayong mga ganyang kaibigan, sana wag kang ganito. Yung tinanong, nakita mo yung kaibigan mo, biglang kain na ng kain ng salad ngayon, panayang gulay, nagdo-norize. So tinanong mo, bakit ka nagdo-norize? Ay, New Year's resolution ko yan. Magpapapayat na ako, magdadayat na ako this 2020. Marami sa ating ganito, weh, hindi nga, every year mo lang sinasabi yan. Wala yan, one week lang yan. Nakita nyo? Yung tao nagsusumikap, ikaw anong ginagawa mo? Wala. Alam kayo na yan. Gusto ko umaman this year? Wala. Tagal ka na may utang, mahirap ka na, habang buhay ka na mahirap. Kapatay tayo dyan. Insecure people. Ano pa? By destroying other people's reputation. Meron kang kasab. Sina nagtatrabaho sa opisina dito? Ayan, minsan itong problema sa opisina. Pag nakikita mo ka, opisina mo na po-promote. Ayan, ginagawa natin ng chismis. Ayan. Kaya naman na-promote yan kasi nilalandi niya yung boss natin. O, tingnan mo, tingnan mo. O, yung suot na naman, plunging neckline na naman. Ayan, o, kita mo, yung unang yuko dun sa text ng boss natin. Ay, sinichismis. Di ba, o, kita mo? Ay, kita mo. Kaya nagtatagumpa yan. Bakit? Adik yan, adik. Tingnan mo, laki ng eyebags. E, pwede bang sobrang sipag lang magtrabaho? Sinisiraan natin. Bakit? Insecure. At ito pa, malupit. Sometimes insecurity not only destroys the other people, but it also destroys destroys us. Bakit? Naiingit tayo. Kapag mayro tao na tatagumpay, hindi natin magawang maging masaya. Bakit? Gusto natin bumagsak sa kanila. Oo, kaya naman yung mama niya, kasi korupyan. Ay, itong gusto ko sabihin sa inyo, huwag kang lason. Tapigin mo katabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, huwag kang lason. Because insecurity is a poison. The question is this. Alam nyo po, yung insecurity, hindi naman yung basta-basta nawawala. Habang buhay natin, pakikipag-battle yung insecurity na yan. Bakit gusto natin, patunayan natin yung sarili natin? How to get rid of the poison of insecurity? Tanaw nyo sa akin, paano? Yung mas walang gana pa dyan. Ayan. You can get rid of the poison of insecurity by finding your security in God alone. Amen? Kay Lord lang, sapat na. Don't find it in beauty. Don't find it in power, in money, in success, in your influence, in your fame, in how many likes you got on Facebook. And you see, my dear friends, your security should only come from the Lord. Amen? Let's continue with the story. Afterwards, at this point, King Herod asked the Jewish priests and scholars, sabi niya, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Sabi niyo nga, shepherd. Anong sinasabi dito ni Matthew? Uy, Matthew is telling us about kakaibang hari itong paparating na ito. Kasi kung si King Herod, salbahe, kung si King Herod, selfish at insecure, this king is going to be a true shepherd who is going to love his flock. And you see, here's what happened next. Kaya anong sabi ni Herod? True enough, sabi ni Herod, he called for a private meeting with the wise men at sabi niya, go to Bethlehem. Sige, hanapin niyo yung hari na yun. 
at pag nakita ninyo, sabihin nyo sa akin so that I can go and worship Him too. Tingnan nyo ito si King Herod. Tuso din eh, sinungaling din, di ba? Sa tingin nyo, talagang sasambahin niya yon? Hindi, papatayin niya yun. Ahantingin niya yun. Because he did not want to worship Jesus, he want to kill Jesus. Nakakasunod pa kayo? Kaya pa? Buhay pa? Alright. Is this helping you? Ayan. But here's what's wonderful. Ito na, umalis na yung wise men and here's what happened. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Tingnan nyo ito, ha? Tingnan nyo ako, tingnan nyo ako. Umalis sila, everybody look at me. Umalis sila, meron silang sinusunda na star. Anong tagal ng star? Tala. Nung nakita nila yung tala, anong ginawa nila? They bowed down and worshipped. Kaya naniniwala ako, isa si Sarah Heronimo sa Three Wise Men. Nakita niyo yun? Grabe. Biblical talaga si Sarah G. Yun talaga. Tama na, hindi ko nga makuha eh. Ayok. Ay- ayoko. But you see, nung nakita nila yung tala, they bowed down and worshipped Him. Alam nila eh. This is the King of the Jews. At mayroon tatlong regalo, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The first gift is gold. Gold symbolizes royalty. And gold is saying that, hey, Jesus is the new King. Hari siya. And the second gift is frankincense. Ano po yung frankincense? Para siyang insenso. Ginagamit ng mga pare. Kanina nabanggit ito ni Father Pipo. Ginagamit yan to declare, to offer the Lamb as a sacrifice to God. Ibig sabihin, kanina sinabi na ni Father Pipo, that Jesus, ano bang inaalay ng unang panahon? To God? You, you, you offer a Lamb. And Jesus, sorry, the three wise men, by offering frankincense, is declaring that Jesus is the priest that will be the one to offer to God and at the same time, He's going to be the Lamb that is going to be offered to the Lord. Bakit? Because He is God Himself. Jesus is God. Bakit? Ang Diyos lang ang iniinsensohan at worship. At ang pangatlo, anong niregalo? Myrrh. Sabi nyo nga myrrh. Ito yung Tagalog ng oso, yung myrrh. Okay. Sige, mag-gets rin yan. Merong milk na ganyan, yung mermran. Yung ganyan. Ano yung myrrh? Nabanggit na rin kanina ni Father Pipo kung nag-attend kayo ng misa. Sinabi niya, yung myrrh, it is used as an ingredient in the embalming oil pagka merong namatay. Yung myrrh, ipapahid yan sa mga bagong namatay to keep its fragrance para hindi mga moy. And what is this telling us? That Jesus will be the sacrifice. He needs to die in order for us to be saved from our sins. So He is a King, He is a God, but He will be sacrificed and He will die for us. The myrrh is saying, I thought, listen to this, that yes, Jesus is King, yes, Jesus is God, but this King and God is very different from the King Herods of this world because Jesus is going to sacrifice His life for you. Ganun ang sinasabi ni Matthew sa atin sa Ebanghelyo na ito. Matthew is juxtaposing, dinidikit niya kay King Herod, si King Jesus, para makita natin ano yung kaibahan ng dalawa. Because for Matthew, King Herod kills, King Jesus heals. King Herod has 2,000 bodyguards, soldiers as bodyguards. King Jesus, walang bodyguard. He came as a helpless, defenseless infant, as a human baby. King Herod holds on to his power and destroys everyone. Lahat ng mga haharang sa kanya, 
Lahat ng gustong kumuha ng trono niya, pero si Jesus, ibang klaseng Diyos, ibang klaseng hari. He's a king who surrenders his power. He shares his power to you and me so that all of us can become kings and queens of his kingdom. Am I making sense here? Ganon ang klaseng hari ang meron ang sinasabi ni Matthew tayo. King Herod takes the life of others. King Jesus gives his life to us. Amen? And in the end, tingnan nyo, itong maganda. Here's what happened. After nila nakita si Jesus, anong ginawa ng wise men? When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Why is this important? Some of you here, matagal na kayo sa feast. And you might remember the first time you hear you you are here at the feast you were once a gentile you were once a person who did not know Jesus pero nandito kayo sa feast na encounter nyo ang Dios you are driven by God na ano to follow him but let me tell you this there will be times in your life even until today kahit na sinundan mo na si Jesus you will always be tempted to go back to your king Herod to your selfish desires to your old self Jesus is telling us today, don't go back to your King Herod. Continue following Jesus. Because every day, you have a choice. The question is this. This year, will you follow King Herod or will you follow King Jesus? You decide. Ikaw ang bahala. Amen? And you see, to cap off this story, I guess the wise man is simply telling us one thing. Isang bagay lang. Tanong nyo sa akin ano? The wise men is telling us, are telling us, there's more to this than meets the eye. Anong ibig ko sabihin dito? Alam nyo bakit siya tinawag wise men? Because the wise men, wise people, they see things differently. Tama ba? Kapag meron kang hininga ng advice at nakahingi ka ng advice, ang ganda ng advice, anong sa'yo nasabi mo? Hoy, ang galing ah. Paano mo nalaman yun? Paano mo nakita yun? And you see, my dear friends, real wisdom sees things differently, sees things clearly. And you see, the wise men, during the birth of Jesus, in front of them, what they see is a baby. But because they are wise, they saw beyond the baby. They did not see a baby. They saw a king. That's why they followed him. Sometimes in our lives, we look at Jesus, we look at Christian life, ang feeling natin, ano, ang hirap naman sumunod kay Lord. Bakit parang puro na lang pagdurusa? But let me tell you this, there's more to this than meets the eye. May we become like the wise men and see beyond our situations. When you see at the, when you look at the cross, tinan nyo itong cross. Minsan, we see a defeated dying man. And sometimes we think, why should I worship a loser? Namatay siya. Loser. Pero alam nyo, alam natin lahat to. Tayo mga Kristiyano, tayo mga Katoliko, alam natin to. Alam natin ang ending. Tama? Jesus may have died, may have suffered on the cross, but we know the ending. He did not stay defeated. He rose from the dead after three days, and He was victorious for all eternity. My dear brothers and sisters, what am I pointing at? Our God is not a loser. We serve a victorious God. That's why as long as you follow Jesus, you already won. Will you follow King Herod? Or will you follow King Jesus? Tapikin mo nga yung katabi mo. As you stand up, tell that person you already won. Follow King Jesus. Are you learning? sarap din pag hinihimay natin yung Bible verse. May mga bagong trivia tayong nakikita, nalalaman. 
mas naiintindihan natin, mas na-appreciate natin na yung binabasa pala natin, hindi patay na dokumento lang. Ito'y buhay na buhay and it really is so applicable in our lives. But in relation to this topic, gusto ko sanang tapusin itong message na ito by sharing this to you. Anong year ngayon? 20? Ano ulit? In terms of eyesight, pag sinabi mong 2020, ano ibig sabihin nun? Perfect vision. Tama ba? My prayer for us today, today is this, that may we have a 2020 vision. And I'm not just saying physical sight. Yung iba sa inyo nakasalamin, kawawa naman ako, wala na akong pag-asa, may salamin ako. Hindi yun. Because the three wise men is telling us there's more to this than meets the eye. And you see, my prayer is this, that you may have the vision of the three wise men because their vision was the same as godly vision. What am I pointing at? Alam nyo, ewan ko kung sino sa inyo gumawa nito yung, yung, yung kinumpare nyo yung 2009 picture nyo sa 2019 picture nyo. Meron bang gumawa nyo? No? Nag-post sa Facebook. Taas po ang kamay. Sige po, huwag po kayong mahiya. Ayan. Alam nyo, marami kong mga kaibigan sa Facebook. Meron silang picture nung 2009, picture nila sa 2019. Yung iba, sobrang ang papayat pa nila. Bakit? Wala pa silang pambili ng pagkain nun. Ngayon, nantataba na kasi nakapagtrabaho na. Yung iba, mag-isa pa lang. Ang kasama nila, yung aso nila. Ngayon, may asawa na yung iba. Yung ganyan, grabe ang kaganda. Tapos ang kaganda nung reflection. 2009 was this. 2019 was this. Thank you, Lord. Ang kaganda ng reflection. So ako, bilang inggitero din ako, Gusto ko sanang mag-post din nung 2009-2019 picture side by side. Tapos syempre, sasali tayo sa essay writing contest sa pagtatapos ng taon, di ba? Pero, naghahanap ako ng picture nung 2009. Apparently, wala akong mahanap na picture sa Facebook. Tapos, napag-isip-isip ko, teka lang, 2009? Ilan taon ba ako nun? And I was 23 years old way back then. 2009? Ano bang ginagawa ko noon? Uh, uh, ano kaya itsura ko noon? At alam nyo, isa lang sumagi sa utak ko. Actually, 2009 was one of my darkest years in my life. Bakit? Kaya pala siguro wala masyadong picture. Because 2009 until 2010, during those times, I was addicted to gambling. Tatlong taon po ako nalulung sa sugal, sa kasino. Yung sweldo ko, inuubos ko doon, lalaro ako, pagkatapos ko doon, ubus na lahat ng pero. And, as I look back on it, I realized this, sabi ko, Rabbi Lord, no? 2009, sugarol ako. Sino ba namang mag-aakala na yung 2009 na Velden nakatayo sa harapan ninyo ngayon 2020 proclaiming God's word being used by God to show His love to the world. At kung tatanungin nyo ako noong 2009 well then, who are you 10 years from now? Wala ako siguro maisasagot sa inyo. Uh, siguro sasagot ko, eto siguro lubog ako sa utang. Siguro pinalayas na ako ng nanay at tatay ko kasi baka naisang lako yung bahay namin. Tsaka yung mga kotse namin. Siguro sabog na yung buhay ko. But you see my dear friends, kung tatanungin mo ako noong 2009, I will never have pictured, imagine this kind of version of Velden today. And you see my dear friend. What am I pointing at? I don't know where you are right now. Maybe some of you here, you feel that you're 2020 at the beginning of this year. You are so wasted. Feeling mo sabog ang buhay mo. Feeling mo makasalanan ka. Feeling mo lubog na lubog ka sa utang. Wala ka ng pag-asa. Yung iba sa inyo, kailan ba ako magkakaasawa? Baka hindi, baka tumanda na akong dalaga. Yung iba sa inyo, nag-aalala, bakit baka walang mangyari sa buhay ko? You are in the middle of depression or for some of you. But let me tell you this. Please, don't 
rely on your sight because your sight is limited you can only see what's what's right here right now you can only see hanggang siguro next week hanggang next month but let me tell you this your eyes can only see so much because we look at our lives based on our situations we see in days but the good news is this we see in days but God sees in decades God always thinks long term. That's why if you think you're in the middle of darkness, in the middle of a rut, let me tell you this, God knows in the end, you already won. Panalo ka sa vision ng Diyos. Brothers and sisters, just like the wise men, you may see yourself as a tiny, helpless, insignificant baby right now. But I want you to believe that something good is going to happen to you. You may be seeing that you're losing today, but God knows this is not the end. In God's vision, you already won. And if you believe deep in your heart this truth, I believe no matter what your situation is, you will worship God no matter what. Because what you are seeing right now is just temporary. Because you believe that even if you're not yet healed, God is still good. Even if you're still buried in death, God is still good. Even if your heart is still broken, God is still good. Even if your prayers are not yet answered, God is still good. It may be a bad day, it may be a bad situation, but it does not mean it's a bad life. No matter what's happening in your life, brothers and sisters, believe you already won. Because one truth remains. God was good. God is good. And God will always be good. Today, we declare you already won. Amen? Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand. into prayer and I just want you to surrender to the King of Kings right now surrender everything to the Lord right now lift your hands up if it's comfortable for you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen and I want you to offer everything that you have to the Lord right now what is it that you see right now it may be dark may be small, you feel it's not enough, you feel you are lacking, you feel you are hopeless. But God's Word today confirms that this is not the end, that you have a bright future. All you need to do is to trust and surrender, for God knows better. God knows, even now, you have already won. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.